Before we get into today's episode of the pod, you guys have to subscribe because I'm looking at you and you're not subscribed to the channel yet and you have to hit the notification bell because you're not going to know when I post if you don't have notifications when I post. Make sure to like the video, you guys, so I know you guys are enjoying these episodes. Make sure to follow my social medias. I will pop them on the screen so you can stay up to date with everything to do with this podcast. And then don't forget to check out the Spotify version. The link will be in the description for that as well. Finally, I am a sports writer, so make sure to check out the take.sport.blog so you can read the best sports articles ever. You will not regret clicking that link. So make sure to click that link below. But let's go ahead and get into the today's pod, you guys. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Take Podcast here. I am your host, Jackson Burleson, of course. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about NFL free agency. What is going to happen? What are teams going to look like to begin the 2023-2024 regular season? Now, the elephant in the room is Lamar Jackson. He is franchise tagged, but the Ravens are allowing Jackson to talk to other teams. So he's not just stuck as a Baltimore Raven next season. He does have options, and there are three teams, in my opinion, that Lamar Jackson can go to. He can go to the Dolphins. He can go to the Jets. And he can go to the Colts. Now, in my opinion, out of those three teams, I think the Dolphins and the Colts are the most appealing because, number one, the Dolphins have the best receiving core in the NFL in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. And then the Colts, they have Jonathan Taylor, the best running back in football, and they already have a great defense. They are ready to win. Honestly, out of any team that I just mentioned, I would like to see Lamar Jackson go to the Indianapolis Colts because that running attack would be so special. Imagine doing a read option play with Lamar Jackson and Jonathan Taylor. Defenses would not know what to do at all. They would be so confused. They'd be like, okay, should I stick with the quarterback or should I stick with the running back here? Because if you let either of them go, It's already an automatic 20 yards. So I think the Colts should really jump the gun here because they need a quarterback. Matt Ryan, he was trash last year. They they tried that experiment. That did not work out. And now it's time to move on. Now, I've heard they have a love for Bryce Young, who, by the way, if you're talking about who should be the number one overall pick, and this year's NFL draft, I think it should be C.J. Stroud, not Bryce Young. Bryce Young is tiny. Everyone keeps talking about his size, how he's barely 5'10". You got to be able to take some punishment in the NFL. If you're going to sit back in the pocket and throw the ball, you're going to get hit. That is going to happen. Now, Bryce Young has not had a long you know, injury history. But I wouldn't be surprised if Young started to have injuries 
early on in his NFL career due to his size. His size is really against him. Now, I'm not saying that he can't be a great quarterback, but his size, he's going to have to overcome a lot just because of how small Bryce Young is. Now, I think C.J. Stroud is the number one overall pick because he is a bigger quarterback. He can stand in the pocket and make those elite throws. He has great arm strength, and he is the most accurate quarterback we have seen in 20 years. C.J. Stroud can deliver a dot to any receiver on any route in any kind of coverage. He is going to win Rookie of the Year, C.J. Stroud, just because he is the most NFL-ready quarterback in this draft. That is why C.J. Stroud will win Rookie of the Year. Now, if you're talking about Bryce Young, you know, he plays against the SEC. I get all that. But college football is different than NFL football. Every single NFL player was the best player on their college team. Every single one. In college, that's not the case. Because not every SEC player will go to the NFL. Now, I know the SEC has the most NFL players drafted out of any conference in college football, but... Not every single player is going to go to the NFL. I get it. He plays against NFL competition, quote-unquote. But I just don't think Bryce Young is going to be good in his rookie year. And if he's going to be a good player, he is going to take a much longer time to develop than any of these other guys that are even going to be drafted in the second round. Like, I think Max Duggan is more NFL-ready than Bryce Young. I think Dorian Thompson-Robinson is more NFL-ready than Bryce Young. I think Will Levis is more NFL-ready than Bryce Young. Now, the potential Bryce Young has is higher than all those guys I just mentioned. But as of right now, Bryce Young's not the best player or best quarterback, for that matter, in this year's NFL draft. Now, kind of you know, going away from the draft. There there could be some things that happen during this draft, like trades. And Aaron Rodgers is a guy that I think possibly could make a move. Now, he is, you know, saying like all the things that Adam Schefter is reporting are false. You know, there are rumors about Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay. I think this is just him trying to make everything about him and trying to make everything what he is going to do a mystery. He's just playing games. He's just having fun with the media. Aaron Rodgers ain't going nowhere. He is going to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers next season. He does this every single year. Is Aaron Rodgers done in Lambeau? Is he done? Will he ever suit up in Green Bay? I'm telling you guys right now, Aaron Rodgers will suit up as a Green Bay Packer next season. Now, is Aaron Rodgers committed to winning? Yes, he is, but in a selfish way. Because the first thing Aaron Rodgers says when he comes to next season, he's like, I want to get more MVPs. What about more Super Bowls? You only have one Super Bowl. Like, you should be trying to get more Super Bowls, not more MVPs. MVPs are not important, okay? It doesn't do anything for your legacy. 
No one's going to remember who the MVP was in 2023, 20 years down the line. No one's going to remember that. People could remember, you know, who won the Super Bowl in 2023, 20 years down the line. That's a big possibility. And that's more important. And I think Aaron Rodgers, he just has such a big ego. He's a very selfish guy. He's super self-centered. And everything he is doing is just, you know, stirring the pot for free agency, stirring the pot for Green Bay, making Green Bay fans feel anxious, making the Green Bay front office feel anxious. But Aaron Rodgers ain't going nowhere if he's got a $50 million contract with the Green Bay Packers. He ain't going nowhere. Like, And the thing is, like, I feel bad for Jordan Love because Jordan Love, he's been patiently waiting for his turn. And when he has played this year, he has been very good. I think Jordan Love is ready to be received the keys to the offense. I think he's ready, but I just don't know if the Packers trust him yet. And when are they going to trust him? Number one, the Green Bay Packers traded up to get Jordan Love, a guy out of Utah State that shouldn't have been drafted with the 10th overall pick. That should not have happened. But he has came in. Jordan Love has developed. He's been behind Aaron Rodgers for six years now. And he has experience playing. You know, he's been a court, he's been a backup, but I get it. He is like, he's exactly in the situation Patrick Mahomes is in when he was a backup quarterback for Alex Smith. He weighed, he was backup for about two years, and then he got his chance. But Jordan Love, he's been waiting way too long. So, in my opinion, when Jordan Love's contract is up, he will leave. After this season, he's got another team option, and then he could leave. That's it. Jordan Love will be out of Green Bay, and the Packers will really regret keeping Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers ain't getting any younger, and I think they should let him go because $50 million in cap space, that's a lot of money. You can free that up to get other players. You know, Christian Watson and Jordan Love have those two young guys start to develop some chemistry because Christian Watson is going into his second season after a monster rookie year. Just let those two guys kind of develop chemistry and let Aaron Rodgers kind of exit out the door. Or he can retire for that matter. But he ain't retiring when Tom Brady retires. He ain't retiring when some other quarterback retiring. He is going to be the only quarterback that is a big name that's going to retire when he retires because he wants the glory. He wants that dark room when he's giving his Hall of Fame speech. He wants that clarity, quote-unquote. He's just... I'm just... Honestly tired of the, you know, is Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay or is he not? He's staying in Green Bay. I'm tired of it. But another quarterback who just had an ugly exit from his former team is Derek Carr. Now, Derek Carr did not live up to expectations last season at all. Has the best receiver in football, Devontae Adams, to throw the football to. A great defense. Let's just say it's not all on Derek Carr. The Raiders did not live up to expectations at all on either side of the football. The only player that really lived up to expectations was Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. That's about those are the only two players on the Raiders that really, you know, played up to their potential. Because Derek Carr, he really struggled all season long. 
He just wasn't able to get a rhythm, wasn't able to establish chemistry with any of his receivers. I think Derek Carr has just been so used to being in adversity and being in very tough situations. And last season was just not a tough situation for him. He had no excuses if he didn't win. But this year, he's got a fresh new start in New Orleans, which honestly I think is a very good thing for Derek Carr. There were rumors about Derek Carr going to the Jets prior to him signing with the Saints, but I think the Saints are a good team for him to win some games, get back in the postseason. You know, he does have Alvin Kamara, a good running back. He can throw the football too if he doesn't have any receivers down the field. I think the Saints are a good team. You know, they have a good offensive line. They can protect him. I see a lot of potential happening there in New Orleans, and I think the New Orleans Saints can win the NFC South with Tom Brady exiting. I think the New Orleans Saints are the best team in that division with Derek Carr at the helm. It'll be very interesting to see you know, how the Saints will be with Derek Carr at the helm. But I think that's a good move for the Saints. And I would say, if, you, if you're asking me yay or nay for Derek Carr going to the Saints, I would say yay. I really would. I mean, Derek Carr, you know, he's had his ups and downs in his career. He's definitely on the downfall in his career, but I think he still has at least one or two seasons that will be elite left in his career. That's what I think. At the back end of that four-year contract that he signed with the New Orleans Saints, he's going to struggle, but I think you know Derek Carr is going to be a good quarterback next season. Now, a quarterback that's really trying to find his way is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, last season he had a very interesting year. You know, he didn't start out as the starter. Trey Lance was the starting quarterback. That's a whole thing. I mean, the 49ers don't even know what they're going to do at quarterback now. Are they going to go with Brock Purdy or are they going to go with Trey Lance? There's a whole thing up in the air with who's even going to be the starting quarterback in San Francisco. But Jimmy Garoppolo, I think it's a given that he will not be in San Francisco next year. Now, there are three teams that have been thrown up in the air and where Jimmy Garoppolo can play football next season. Now, will he go to the Las Vegas Raiders? That's an option. Will he go to the Houston Texans? Or will he go to the Carolina Panthers? Now, I think the Houston Texans and Carolina Panthers are garbage teams, and he should not even think about going there because Jimmy Garoppolo wants to win Super Bowls. He wants to win. And if you put Derek, or excuse me, not Derek Carr, If you put Jimmy Garoppolo in an offense with Devontae Adams, you know, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, he has a running back in Josh Jacobs to hand the football to. I think the Raiders would win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy Garoppolo is such a underrated quarterback. You know, he can sit in the pocket. He makes all the right reads. He's got a very accurate arm. He's got a bullet in the medium passing game, but he can also throw it deep. He's a smart quarterback. The reason he's a smart quarterback is because he spent many, many years behind Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. He spent many years learning the game the right way. You can say whatever you want about Bill Belichick. You can say whatever you want about Tom Brady. Those two guys are the two smartest head coach quarterback duo in NFL history. There's no question about that. Those two guys together create a super brain, literally. And Jimmy Garoppolo sitting there soaking all that information in, 
there's no way you can sit here and tell me that Jimmy Garoppolo is not a smart player. He's a very smart player. He just needs, you know, a coach that can trust him, believe in him. And Josh Daniels, he was a, he was literally his former offensive coordinator. So those two guys in the same locker room literally will be the golden era. They will win a Super Bowl, 100%. Depending on how many years it takes, that's a different question. But Josh McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo would be perfect just because McDaniels has coached Garoppolo before. He knows his game, and Garoppolo knows McDaniels' coaching style. He knows what kind of offense he wants to run, and it wouldn't be that big of an adjustment to have Garoppolo come in to be a new quarterback. Because you don't want to have a quarterback learning for such a long time. And I think Garoppolo would come in and easily be able to instill the offensive playbook and do everything he wants to do. And imagine him and Devontae Adams. Holy cow. And then he's still got Darren Waller, which was his George Kittle in San Francisco. So he's not really losing much. He's got Hunter Renfro, which is his Debo Samuel. I just don't. I just think that's a perfect fit for Jimmy Garoppolo. As a Las Vegas Raider. Now, another quarterback that is very uncertain what he's going to do. I have no idea what Carson Wentz is going to do. What is next for this guy? Because he got his opportunity as the Colts starting quarterback. Could not make the playoffs. He got his opportunity as a Washington Commanders quarterback. Couldn't make the playoffs. On the Colts, he shouldn't have made the playoffs. He had to win one game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's it. That's all he had to, that's all he had to do and he couldn't do it. And then last year the Commanders, they are a very talented team. They got Curtis Samuel, they got Terry McLaurin, good offensive line, good running backs with Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson, a great defense. They are a talented team. The Commanders are a good a good team. They just need a quarterback. And Going back to Lamar Jackson, Adam Schefter apparently pranked the NFL or fans or whatever you want to call it with saying that Lamar Jackson is going to go to the Commanders. But honestly, I think that could still very well happen. Lamar Jackson on the Commanders, that would make the NFC East very interesting. Because you still got the Cowboys with Dak. You still got the Eagles who just made a Super Bowl run. And you still... Got the New York Giants, who are going to be better than they were last year. If they can just pick up some more receivers, they would be good. But Carson Wentz, I don't know what is going to happen with this guy. I just think he's going to have to go to a really bad team like the Panthers, and he's going to have to show the world he can win. But he's definitely not a guy that can win a Super Bowl, even though he has a ring, but he, he didn't earn it. Like, Carson Wentz has got to have the worst Super Bowl ring in NFL history. He was the MVP that season, but he didn't even play in the Super Bowl. That sucks. That stinks. At least he's got a ring, though. At least he's got a ring. But Car I don't think Carson Wentz, I think he's going to get one more opportunity, and then he's just going to be out of the NFL or be a backup quarterback the rest of his career. Because he's got plenty of chances. He's got plenty of chances. I don't know why he's so bad. 
I think he's just, you know, defenses have really figured him out. He's not good at reading the field. He panics when he's in the pocket. He runs when the first option is not there. Those are the reasons why Carson Wentz hasn't been successful. And he's just, he's not, he's not smart. I mean, he throws it in double coverage. He turns the football over a lot. I don't know. He's going to get one more opportunity. He's going to get one more chance and then he's done. But let's go back around to the NFC East real quickly. So Lamar Jackson on the commanders, that's obviously a no brainer, but I heard rumors. My Cowboys are going to get DeAndre Hopkins, hopefully, and Jalen Ramsey. If we get DeAndre Hopkins and Jalen Ramsey, the Dallas Cowboys, with those two guys, will win a Super Bowl. DeAndre Hopkins and Dak Prescott, imagine that receiving gore with DeAndre Hopkins, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz. That is a Super Bowl winning team right there. Now, you can say whatever you want about Dak Prescott and what's going to happen with him, but he is our now, and he gives us the best chance to win. Now, I just think it's funny because a lot of Cowboys fans are tired of him. I am too, but we are going to draft a quarterback this year, and we're going to have to wait at least two years, at least two years for somebody to develop into a starting caliber player. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. The NFC East, if the Cowboys pick up DeAndre Hopkins and Jalen Ramsey, the NFC East is going to be super interesting, especially if Lamar Jackson goes to the Commanders. It'll be the best division in football once again. Once again, the NFC East will be the best division in football if those two things happen. And I'm just so excited for the NFL. Please just be September already. Let's go. But let me know what you guys think is going to happen this NFL offseason because there's a lot of things that could possibly happen. But I am your host, Jackson Burleson, and I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so you do not miss out on any more episodes. But I am your host once again, Jackson Burleson. Um... Go to my description and join the March Madness pool if you want to fill out a bracket. Brackets come out this Sunday, so make sure you fill out a bracket on the Take March Madness. But you guys have a good rest of your day, all right? Talk to me, baby. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me nice. I'm from another world, baby, yeah. Broadway paradise. They think I'm way too cold because I put my heart up on ice.